Hi guys, what's up? Good evening, how y'all doing? I'm so glad to have you here tuning today tonight. Sienna Unukobon is my name and welcome to my podcast, Breakfast Thoughts with Sienna. A safe place where you can relax, get recharged and motivation to inspire you towards the direction of your dreams. And also, you can talk about anything you want and whatever you're thinking, whenever you're thinking it, it is valid and we also broach issues, you know, that sometimes we don't want to. But on Breakfast Talks with Sienna, it is a safe place to do so. And sometimes we do this over a nice meal. Although, I can't guarantee that we're, we're talking about food today. But trust me, what we have is going to blow your mind and you find it very, very useful. Today, our topic is one that has proven elusive to the most daring and even to the most brave you know and sometimes even the best strategist and planner is overwhelmed today we're talking about change and our topic and discussion is embracing change ushering in a new cycle with open arms you know change occurs at different levels personal how we connect with ourselves, relationships, how we connect with others, and of course, our career, how we connect the world and how we bring our best work into the world. And change, it is said, is the most constant thing in life. Life is a sea and its storms are always raging. How do you see change and how do you know it is coming so you can be better prepared for it? How do you prepare your heart to accept all the changes that are inevitable and the changes that may be coming your way. Well, to do justice to this issue and this discussion tonight, you know, of letting go and embracing change, I have with me in the house my very special guest all the way from Quebec, Canada. She's from Quebec. She is a mom. We're going to talk about that when she comes on. And she's a life coach and she has done so for many people. She has given them clarity on the direction that they should take and how they should navigate and cope with change. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you my very special guest in the house tonight, Anne-Marie Dubriel. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hi, Sienna. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I am so, so excited and elated that you could be part of this program. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> how, how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm actually really, really good. It's, um, you know, it's, it's my first podcast and I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes, I'm very, very, very excited to be here with you too. I am glad. This is just a wonderful experience from you. You don't know how wonderful it is, but I know it's such a beautiful experience. So, um, it is um, 5.50 p.m. What time is it there for you? Uh, right now, it's just about 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, great. Cool. So, let me guess. Mm-hmm. When did you wake up? I actually wake up usually around 3.30 in the morning. Um, I, yeah, I exercise first thing when I get up um, and then I listen to podcasts. I read a little bit 
and then I get ready for the day and I usually get re- I usually start working around 7 a.m. So that's oh, my morning. Nice. Oh, awesome, awesome. So so you say you listen to podcasts. I hope Breakfast Thoughts with Sienna will be one of the podcasts you get to listen to from now on. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. So just briefly, um, where are you? Could you tell us where you are? Of course. Uh, so like you said, I am f- originally from Quebec uh, okay. in Canada. Uh, okay. And now I live in Alberta, which is in the Midwest of Canada. It's a little bit more to the west of Canada. Uh, we have mountain ranges and plains. Uh, it is a beautiful country. I love it. Okay, thank you. So, um, how's the weather there? I mean, this is November. The weather here in Lagos has been a bit rainy, but um, clear. This warmth and freshness in the air. How's the weather there this this morning? Yeah, so in October, it started snowing. So, we have snow and it gets really cold here. Um, But we were lucky in the last week, we got really nice weather above zero um and now it's just starting we're supposed to get snow again tonight so that's gonna be it's a great um kind of like your your podcast is about change i am right in the middle of change for the weather here okay okay good that's that's interesting okay when when you say you're right in the middle of change for the weather how do you mean well, because it was plus, so here it can go from uh, plus 15, plus 10 to minus 10, minus 15 overnight. So that's kind of where we're at right now, where it gets, it it was nice above 10 and now tomorrow it's supposed to be minus 10. So big change, right, in the weather. Oh my God, that's really, really cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, here in Lagos, we experience like, you know, maybe 27 degrees. Out of minus 10, it's just my imagination is going wild on that one. So, um, <laughs> how was breakfast for you today? Did you have, have you had breakfast? Have you had time to have breakfast? Did you eat alone? How is, how is it for you? Um, well, I'm not a big breakfast person. I usually eat lunch more. So I usually have my cup of coffee because that's my essential. I, I need coffee. And I usually okay. have um, a protein shake because that gets me going and I have what I need to last me until about noon. And then I eat a more healthy um, lunch just because just because it's... Otherwise, I feel like I get dragged down when I eat too big of a breakfast. Okay, okay, okay. Guys, so I, I hope you're hearing my listeners out there. A way to get fired up is, you know, try to have coffee and then eat something light in the morning, you know, and have a protein shake. We're going to come to that protein shake, though, because <laughs> I've, I've heard about protein shakes. Does it give you energy on some level? It does give me energy, but it keeps me filled up so that um, I'm not hungry. But also, it really depends what kind of protein shake you get. There's a lot of protein powder and and mix out there that are really not, uh, they're more synthetic. The one I use is 
all fruits and and um, vegetables. It has and soy, so it has no um, nothing artificial in it. So that's really important. Otherwise, it won't do it. Oh, okay. That's a very important point. I'm I'm going to write that down. Take mm-hmm. um, have an all protein shake that has soy and doesn't have any artificial <laughs> flavorings. Yeah. Okay, so um, Anne Marie, mm-hmm. uh, you have a professional um, page on Instagram, and you're the founder of your Self Quest Coaching LLC. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah, I've been to your website and stuff. Can you just tell us about this? Uh, you mean about the life coaching? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah. So there's different um, there's different kinds of coach. You know, you have the sport coach. You have uh, business coach, which help businesses uh, grow and go in the right direction, make the right decision. And I do a, uh, something similar on a personal level. So often, uh, my clients. You know, it, it goes from different point in their life. Either they don't know who they are, they don't know what their goals should be, and they don't really know what their passions are. And it's really, um, it gets really confusing and they get bogged down. So what I do is I, through my processes um, and my exercises and through questioning them, they come up with their own answer. And that's really important um, to, I don't give them the answer. They found the answer through me, nice. through my questioning. And then they're able to go and they're able to go and find what who they are, find their passion, find what's important to them, and then reach for those. I also help them with accountability, make sure they're staying on track. I help them with any uh, mindset shifts that they need to make. So sometimes, often, Somebody, um, when we're young, we get a lot of rules and we get a lot of beliefs we're instilled with from our parents, from our teachers and friends. And so sometimes we do have to go back and say, where did that come from? Because those beliefs don't serve us anymore. They're actually blocking us. They're, you know, they were there to protect you at the time when you were a kid, but they don't necessarily... um, they don't necessarily serve us anymore. So if you want, I can give you an, a personal example of that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so for so so when I grew up in Quebec, uh, my we had a nine-acre raspberry farm, and my dad was a doctor, and um, they started giving me money to as long as I cleaned the whole house, I could get an allowance of twenty dollars. Uh, at the time, it was quite a bit of money, but I was so proud of it. I went and told my friends, and one of my friends told me, "Oh my goodness! Of course, your parents are rich." That made me feel in my kid's head that it okay. wasn't okay for me to have money. So all my life, I struggled to make money, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then. And then when I found that out, literally it it was like a miracle because the day I found that out and I cleared it out of my head and saw how it's not serving me anymore, I received a check in the mail. 
Wow, that's uh, that's quite profound and, and deep on so many levels. Okay, yeah. so you're saying that if I could just like recap the point. So you said your parents used to give you like twenty dollars every week or every month mm-hmm. for cleaning the house, or each time you clean the house. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you told a friend, and then the friend said. Oh, you have rich parents. Okay, so is it, you started feeling guilty about it, and then it made you feel like, you know, it changed your attitude towards money. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it made me feel like if I had too much money or if I made too much money, people would not like me. Right. People wow. Not, so basically, yeah. Yeah. So basically, you were trying to like um, keep your friendships. Yeah, like yeah, maintain m- maintain your friendships because you felt like okay, your friends weren't getting twenty dollars every time they cleaned, so they will start feeling some type of way. So you felt it will make them comfortable. Yeah, if you just wow, yeah, yeah, <laughs> wow, that's that's profound. Wow, mm-hmm. but that's the kind so, of work I do with other okay. people, right? Yeah, I I I get it. You know, just. How much, how much, um, how much of our beliefs, you know, from growing up can affect how we see change or propel ourselves towards making the change that is necessary for us to make? So much. It's, it's, it weighs, it weighs people down a lot um, and often um, because if somebody has, for example, I left my, my full-time job to become a life coach. Okay. As a life coach, if I'm not able to make money, I won't be successful, right? Okay. So it, it can make it really scary and it can stop people from making the decisions they need to make to be successful. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you're just you're just getting to a, a place now that I think is really really crucial for the topic that we're talking about: embracing change, ushering in a new cycle with open arms. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we find ourselves in a situation. It could be a relationship, it could be a job or a career, and we want to make that change. We know that. Oh, this thing isn't working for me anymore. I mm-hmm. I have to I have to move, you know. But then we we're not able to move, you know. And then there's even the saying, there's even the saying that oh, if you don't like where you are, move. You are not a tree, you know. But mm-hmm. but we we still can't just make that move, you know. So what is it that that really stops us or prevents us from? you know, making that change when we have to? Well, often what happens, uh, Sienna, is that we have several doors in front of us. So in any situation, there's always a choice. There's always a decision to be made. So for example, in changing job, you can, if somebody is unhappy in their job, they can stay there and stay unhappy because they're comfortable, right? They, They get paid, they can pay the rent, but they, there's something about the job that, that makes them unhappy. There's another, jo- another choice that they can go and, and live their own life, start a company, start a business maybe, or, or follow their dream. And then, okay. and then there's maybe a third uh, door that would 
enable them to find another job, right? So it's people get stuck because they don't know which one to take and they're scared that they will make the wrong decision. So they okay. stay in their own, in, in their job. Okay, so I, I think with regards to the job, people, I think people are just scared. Oh my God, where am I going to get the, the, the next money from to buy food, to pay my rent, you know? So do you, do you think that um, when you want to make change, for instance, sometimes that you just have to be dogged and decide that for this next few months, I'm going to be broke or I'm, I'm going to be patient enough and, and put some put some amount of work in, you know, so that until until I get the financial stability, you know, to continue. Do you think that's a possible option? It is a possible option. And that's the route okay. I went. That's the route okay. I went, right? Okay. Okay. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about that? Absolutely. So, you know, we there's always, like I said, there's always a door. And when we grow, so in our growth, when there's change, when we're faced with, with something that we should make a decision and it's not doesn't feel comfortable, um, we tend to withdraw from it. It tends to make us feel stuck because we want to be, as human beings, we want to feel comfortable, but yeah. we won't grow that way. You have to take a steps. You have to you have to be willing to go through that door and take that step because there is so much growth you can personally gain from going through a change, a, a change like that, and really be willing, having the mindset of like, it's okay. You know, okay. I something's got my back whether it's an angel whether it's the universe it really doesn't matter it something is gonna support you through yes. that change and you're gonna learn so much yes it's not gonna be comfortable it will be yeah. it might even be very very uncomfortable at times but the personal growth that somebody is gonna feel from taking action is going to make them be such a better person. Yeah, yeah, you you you're really really right. So I was I, I was thinking for myself for instance recently too I also had to let go of my job. That's the only way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. I had to let go of my job because it's basically about the pursuit of happiness as well. Mm-hmm. So would you would you advise someone I'm just saying if you had to advise someone, would you advise someone, you know, who's not really satisfied at their job or where they are to just throw it away, you know, mm-hmm. and say, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I want to pursue my dreams. I want to instigate this change for myself. Mm-hmm. Because um, there's very few people, for instance, let's say, for example, someone wants to be a musician, okay, but they're not doing music every day. You know mm-hmm. about that. You know about that statement that says, um, "Watch what you do daily. That's your future." You know, what yes. you do daily. Yes, what, what you do daily is what you're going to become in a few months, in a few years. Okay, so if you're not working on where you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, where you're working on where you want to be in a few years' time, you know, or towards your goal daily, 
Mm-hmm. How is it possible that you're going to get there, you know? But you're not, right? Like, and it, there is so much truth to that statement of like, it's not about the big changes. It's about the small changes you do or the small steps you take every day, right? Sure, some people are able to go full on and quit their job. Do I recommend it? No, it's not for everyone, right? Like, and I can't speak for each person because it's really up to each person. But okay. the, taking that chance and looking for that uh, for that other job, taking the chance and and looking into it and on a daily basis, and it's a habit. It's a habit. It's like mm-hmm. anything else. It's like exercising, meditating. If if uh, that's something you do, it's like having salad and not having the donut. Right. Okay. It's like it, it, it's it's a habit that you have to build into yourself. And um, I highly, highly recommend actually a, a book. Her name is Mel Robbins. It's called The Five Second Rule. And okay. it, it really is. It's really um, help a person make those decisions without all of the brain stuff going on without all of the thoughts because it cuts right through it's like okay five four three two one i'm gonna go and do it i am gonna raise my hand during the meeting and say give my idea five four three two one i am gonna get out of bed because for some people courage is not necessarily the big thing it's getting out of bed or making the dishes or even making the bed every day it's getting out the door and going to get the mail those are those are can also take courage for some people and that's okay yeah so um you're you're saying that it's really about taking one step at a time and to be fully present with the steps that you're taking right that's absolutely right okay okay so um i think i i have um a, a question here Okay, so um, how do we develop the patience to wait out the change process? So let's say, for instance, now someone is not satisfied with a relationship or with their job. And then they say, okay, I'm going to plan for this in two months time or in three months time. Okay, I'm going to save up and then move to the next job. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the other situation where they don't even have the next job that they are going to they just know that one day i'm going to be this you know one day i'm going to be this one day something is going to happen and then my whole life will change mm-hmm. you know okay so uh. yeah and so uh, that's how her brain works right so you can think of um a goal and say oh when i have my new job i will be happy when I have, uh, when I get married, I will be happy. When I get, um, when I get the car or the house, I will be happy. In fact, what happens is that when you reach it, when you get the car, when you get the marriage, when you get the new job, your brain is going to then go, oh, actually, no, next thing. Uh, when I get a promotion, I'll be happy. When I get a bigger house, I'll be happy. When I have kids, I'll be happy. Okay. And so your brain is never satisfied. 
And so that's why it's so important that we take in the little successes we have on a daily basis, the little actions we take and really enjoy the journey because that's where happiness is. Happiness is in our journey towards our goal. Having a goal is amazing and it propels you towards something that you want. But once that's accomplished, you'll have something else you want to accomplish. Did I answer mm-hmm. your question? Yeah, 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 you did, you did. So um, there's this thing here, okay? Um, I have this um, quote here from Herod Klemp, and it says, Life is acknowledged to be a stormy sea, yet so often when the boat rocks, we fly into a panic as if a boat shouldn't rock in a storm. <laughs> so the question is, um, how should we see change? How should we really see change? So, you know, change are often are things that happen to us, right? Um, so, for instance, let's take the COVID-19 uh, virus, right? That's something yeah. that happened to all of us on planet Earth, yes. Yes. right? And it's it's really about the mindset and and looking at what you can what you can learn from it, what you can learn about yourself. Really, be doing that deep thoughts of like, okay, what can I get out of this? You know, I've known a lot of people who were like, oh, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna be bored. I'm gonna miss my friends, and they kind of went on a downward spiral because they thought very negatively about it. I also know a lot of people who are like, oh, I can clean my house. I can do this. I can do that. For me, it was like, oh my goodness, I can go on Zoom and not talk to all of my friends from all over the world. <laughs> it's giving yeah. me that opportunity. And so what is the opportunity you can gain from a change, even if it seems mm-hmm. a little negative? So when you switch that, you make that switch in your brain of like, okay, well, yeah, it sucks. It's not great, it, but what can I get from this? How can I take advantage of it? Okay, so you're, you're saying that we should look for the opportunities and mm-hmm. we should probably look for the blessings in the situation as well, right? A hundred percent, because there's okay. always a learning, there's always a blessing, even in the most negative, because usually in time of changes is where we grow because that's where we're uncomfortable. Somebody who, for example, um, unfortunately their marriage uh, split up, Mm. maybe that gives them some opportunity that they didn't have. Maybe now they can move to a city that they they always want to live in. Yeah. So there's always a bright, there's always a silver lining. It's just, we need to find it and that's different for each person my silver lining sienna might not be the same as yours oh certainly certainly we don't all want the same things <laughs> that's exactly right okay. okay we all want different things as well so mm-hmm. yeah I, I can i can totally get it i can totally get it so in case you're just joining us guys we're looking at embracing change ushering in a new cycle with open arms so basically mm-hmm. if we could just like summarize what we've been saying so we've been saying that when change comes it's 
we can look at it in two ways. It might make us uncomfortable, but it might be preparing us to take the next step. So, or, and it will bring about um, strength that will make us grow and yes. be able to navigate the stormy waters, you know, mm-hmm. and then we'll be stronger and better for it. So when change is coming, we should open our hearts <laughs> and yes. ac- accept it. And, and and accept it. So, would you could could you share any 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 techniques you know, or maybe something that you may have done, you know, that that help you prepare to absolutely yes to to accept a change or to embrace a major change that was coming in your life. Absolutely, and there is a lot of things, right? Like that that um, strengthens strengthens us uh, mentally um for example uh going to church if you're a church goer your meditation exercising eating well and healthy Mm. making sure you have enough sleep all of these things will strengthen someone so that they they are ready to to see things more positively it's it's um it's been researched again and again by many uh very professional researchers uh that those are the things that somebody can do in order to prepare oneself for the harder time because it will give somebody the energy to keep going and will give them a better outlook on life so that they can see their opportunities and their blessing okay you know someone was 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 wondering um how late is too late to make a change you know um for instance for instance they might want to go do a course mm-hmm. totally different from what they've known and they just feel like oh my god i'm 40 years old <laughs> How can I do this now at this stage? What do you have to say about that? I don't believe that it's ever too late for anything. I've known a person who was, um, she was 75 years old when she published her book. Um, I am 45 and I just started my business. So... 40 is definitely not too too late. I've known people who were 50 and they decided to become a doctor. It's wow. never too late. It's, it's never ever too late. And it's also never too early. I've known uh, college people who started their own business. I've known uh, kids who started a small little business. It's never too early either. Okay. Okay. So um, it's kind of like standing on the edge of a cliff, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you're looking at an ocean below you and Mm -hmm. it's really high up and you're wondering, should I jump in or should I not jump in? (laughs) And that's, yes, that's a great analogy. I love it. And it is, it is like, okay, so do I jump in and beautiful waters and you see that if you jump in you can get to the island where you always wanted to go to right mm-hmm. and it, it's yeah, scary yeah. but yeah <laughs> it's been done before by other people 
Okay. And it's, you know, and it can be done. So sure, maybe maybe it goes the wrong way, but guess what? You still will have a choice to go a different way if you even if you make a mistake. It's okay to make mistakes because that's where you grow. Nobody grows being comfortable and not moving their life in the right direction. Okay. Oh, so um, I just wanted to ask, um, we're getting to the very last minute now. Um, yes. how, how is it important to surround yourself with people who support you? For instance, oh. you, you, wanna, you want to make this change. You know, change comes in two ways. The one life throws at you and then the one that you have to make yourself because it's in line with who you are. You know, so how, how, how much is... Um, how important is it to have people around you who would support you towards making that change? It's so important. I cannot emphasize that enough. If somebody is not believing in you, it will stop you. If somebody is believing in you and helps you and loves you for who you are and loves you for what you are and what you do, it's going to make a world of difference. So my uh, my partner, Robert, okay. if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for him supporting me and also my coaches, because I do have coaches as well, it's important to me. If it wasn't for them being on my side and cheering me on and being completely supportive, and even when I make the biggest mistakes, mm. I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today and starting my own company, my own business. It's really, really profound. How do you identify those people, if I could just ask? Well, that's that's a great question, actually. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's not always black and white. Uh, okay. So it can be hard to identify, but usually people know in their gut. Like, you know, if somebody is not for you, if somebody criticizes you all the time and and they might not even be aware that they do that. So having that hard conversation with them saying like, hey, I feel like you're not supporting me in my in what I do. Let's talk about it. They could become more supportive, right? Maybe they're not even aware of it. Okay. And. Well, you know, if, if you're like some people are doing things consciously, you know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well. And 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 having and maybe there are some people that in your life that are like, no, hardcore, you can't do it. Well, those people, I, they maybe they're not the best people to have in your life. Yeah. Right? So I think it's you know just move away from them basically. Yeah. and it doesn't mean that you and that can be hard because sometimes we have family members that might be acting that way it doesn't mean that you necessarily say it it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm never going to talk to you again it might just mean like hey let's not talk about this we're going to keep it as a social level when we meet right we're and, and, and so just not necessarily interacting on that level with these with, with the family members might be a little easier than just because I will never say don't talk to your family. That's just not a thing. <laughs> family is important. Yeah, really. yeah. But if they're not supportive, finding a way that like maybe, well, they're not 
understanding that they're not the people that will support you and that's okay. It could be hard, you know, especially when you, especially when you, um, you really love these people. And Absolutely. You, just, you just have to make the decision and say, I, I have to think about myself this time around and I just, I have to let go on mm-hmm. some very important level. It isn't always easy, is it? No, it's not easy and nothing worth doing is easy. That's the other mm-hmm. thing, right? Nothing worth doing is easy. Mm-hmm. But that being said, right, on those people, you can have your family and, and those people you care about that maybe are not as supportive, but finding and seeking out the people that are supportive. And that's really where a personal life coach comes in handy. Because even if there is no one else in your corner, that person will be there. That person will be there for you no matter what. Wow, wow. That's really, really profound. So folks and guys, you've heard the importance of um, having someone, you know, like a life coach in your life. They can help you stay focused, you know, and centered on your on your goals and your direction and your dreams. So, um, Anne-Marie, okay, mm-hmm. just to wrap up now, this is November. This is the second month of uh, the last quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, in Nigeria, for instance, there's the Hamatan. So the smell of the Hamatan, the nice mm-hmm. ambience and the air is coming. And it, it, it kind of feels like romance is in mm-hmm. the air somehow. I, I don't know if you feel that over there where you are. Yeah. Of course. Okay, cool. So let's let's just say, um, someone might be aware that, you know, something really positive is coming into their life, you know, like love, you know, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, how could they prepare? How could they prepare themselves for what is coming? They're kind of, you know, scared. Oh my God, this this thing is coming now. Like maybe somebody who, who feels like, oh my God, the marriage that they've prayed for is finally coming, but now they're scared. Mm -hmm or the mm. job they prayed for is finally coming and now they're scared. So um, mm. how could they prepare their minds for what is coming? You know, it's very much just being open to experiencing new things. Being, ex- you know, being a- being willing to, to put yourself out there and say, okay, so when this comes, you know, the, the, per, the marriage comes, the new job comes. It's something new. It's a new opportunity and going, okay, let's see where this leads me. And kind of having that open mind concept of like, okay, you know, there's an old, um, there, there's an old proverb of like, maybe it's going to be good. Maybe it's not. Okay. Let's see where it leads me. Right. But just having that willingness, because like I said before, there is no fail, or no, I don't think I said exactly that, but there's no failure. There's only success and the opportunity to grow. Okay. Those are really powerful words. I think I'm writing them down. There's no failure, but there's only 
success and opportunities to grow. And Marie, I would like to thank you so much for being with us here this morning, this evening on Breakfast Thoughts with Sienna. So we've been looking at embracing change, ushering a new cycle with open arms. So what's the most important thing that you want to leave with um, with our listeners out there to, tonight? For sure. Um, you know, change happens to us, to all of us. It's the most constant. The only thing you're certain of in this life is two things. That at one point it will expire. But before okay. that happens, you will see a lot of changes, right? The changes are everywhere. Embrace okay. it. Look at it with a different point of view. How can you take opportunity? How can you... What can you do that will help you that grow with that change? Oh, okay. That is so profound, profound, profound. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have been speaking with the one and only Anne-Marie Dubriel from Quebec, Canada, speaking to me live from Alberta. She has been fantastic and she has been wonderful and of all the in fact all the questions that i had in my head <laughs> i think you did i think you did substantial justice to all of them it's just left for us now to to decide that okay um this experience is in front of me and i'm going to embrace it i'm going to have the right attitude the right frame of mind you know and just you know go with the flow and move in the experience for someone like me i'm going to make sure that i'm not afraid to get hurt anymore <laughs> uh-huh. okay so yeah thank you thank you sienna thank you, thank you so much and marie duvriel it's been wonderful having this conversation with you so all right guys um oh yeah you want to say hello to your cats for me Oh, of course. So I have two. <laughs> I have I have two kittens. They're from Quebec. We brought them to with us from Al- to Alberta. One of them is Fitzy, and one of them is Shafu. That means crazy cat in French. Oh, and okay. um, they're th- they're twelve and thirteen years old, and they're the most amazing thing. And you know, if just having them here with me, it it's a blessing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for sharing your love with me and for sharing your love with all of the listeners out there tonight. I really appreciate you and I really appreciate all the love and insights that you brought to the topic today. So guys, I hope that you had a nice time listening. It's been 42 minutes. I hope that now we're geared and are fired up and we at least got some very, very powerful and useful tip that we could use to walk right through that change and walk through the open doors with open arms. My name is Sienna and I'll see you next time. Friday, keep it date. Bye-bye.